Welcome to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. Shep will talk with some of the smartest thinkers in business to help make you more successful in your professional and personal life. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. Hello, everybody. It's Shep Hyken here. We're back with another episode of Amazing Business Radio, and we are excited today to have an amazing guest, a buddy of mine, Ramon Ray, who's been, gosh, I've known him for probably about five, six, seven years. I run into him everywhere. I run into him at Salesforce. I run into him uh, at National Speakers Association meetings, and I think maybe social media uh Social media, social media marketing world. Uh, I've run into him in a lot of places all over the world. He's going to be your guest, but a few quick things before we dive into this interview. If you have a story about customer service or you've got a question, please leave it and share it on any one of the social channels. You can find me almost everywhere like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, et cetera, et cetera. And remember to use the hashtag AskShep. I'll answer the questions there or perhaps on this show or perhaps I'll answer the questions on my TV show, which is Be Amazing or Go Home. You can find that show on Amazon Prime, Apple TV, Roku. Uh, and now we have set up a YouTube channel and that is BeAmazing.TV if you can't watch it on Prime. So enjoy the show. Enjoy all of our Posts, but right now, I want you to enjoy the interview with my friend Ramon, who's a best selling author. He's an amazing speaker. He's an event producer. He's an entrepreneur. He's the founder of Smart Hustle Media. And you just got to love that word because you know, you know, I'm talking about hustle. You know, the guy is a worker. He's making it happy. Well, I guess you could be uh, happy. I guess you could say smart would be an important word too. We know he's smart. Anyway, we've got him here. Uh, he's interviewed uh, President Obama. And he's worked with Ivanka Trump, and uh, he's just an amazing guy. Ramon, welcome to the show. Shep, man, it is great to be here, especially for a guy who does so much for so many people in so many uh, categories. So thank you, Shep, for having me. I'm glad well, to uh, serve your audience and my, share. It's my always pleasure. Thank you, man. And it's great to, to have you here. You do so much for so many. So let's just jump into it. Let's take sure. uh, 60 seconds and tell us who you are that's not on my cheat sheet of notes. Sure. Besides the fact of being a speaker, writer, event producer, and things like that, Shep, I love burnt pancakes and bacon, as you may know. Played mm. piano, graduate of the FBI Citizens Academy, fired from the United Nations. But overall, Shep, really, uh, as you love customer service and experience and things of that nature, I love small business. So small businesses need that. But my forte and niche, how can I educate small businesses to do two things? Start their businesses every year. Millions try to start. And then how can I help them grow it? Whether it's in the times we're discussing this or before or after, that's my main thing. How can I start? Very small businesses start and grow. Right. I love that. And so if there are some small businesses out there, and I'm sure there are, we get a wide variety of audience members from executives and big companies to yep. solo entrepreneurs. Where do they find you? Thanks for asking. Smarthustle.com or RamonRay.com. Smarthustle.com. Smarthustle.com or RamonRay.com. And it's just like it sounds, R-A-M-O-N-R-A-Y. Yes. Right. Yes. Correct. Indeed. All right. Uh, your latest book is also titled Celebrity CEO. And it's a great book. I love that book. You sent it to me. What's about a year or so old? Yes. Good memory. And actually, absolutely. And you uh, were kind enough to look at it and, and uh, share it with your audience. So thank you, Chef, for that. Yeah, awesome book. All right. So we're going to talk about whether it's small business or big business. And I got to tell you, quite frankly, even with big businesses having big budgets sometimes to deliver amazing service, 
I think the small business has an opportunity that big businesses don't. They're more nimble, they're quicker, they're faster sometimes to respond, pers more personal sometimes. What are your thoughts on that? No, absolutely, Chef. And I think, again, there's things we can learn from each other, of course. Yes. And you work with a lot of the larger companies. But I think, you know, I hear the affirmation. So I think we can learn from each other. But I think that what I like to learn for the bigger companies is the discipline and strategy. But for smaller companies, it's important, man. And I think it's, you know, things like you're doing something and something goes wrong. As a smaller business, I can see that real quick and fast and say, yep. hey, Jenny, Bob and Sue, the three of my team, let's do this better. Larger companies can't move necessarily that fast. That's so I the think big. That's probably one of the biggest differences, and and which actually is probably one of the biggest disadvantages the big company has. What right. a big company might have is they have maybe more money, more yep. uh, money to invest in service and technology, that type of thing. So let's I mean, I, let's talk about customer experience first, and there is a difference between service and experience. Um, and since my notes have have these two topics put up. <laughs> I'm going to ask you the tough question that's not on these notes, and that is, what's your definition or what? how do you differentiate the two of experience and service? Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm helping the master with this. So thank you, Chef. I'll go first. But I think there's two things, and I'll start with service. Customer service is I By the way, I'll let you know if you answer correctly. <laughs> okay, you're going to grade me, right? <laughs> For me, yeah, the customer service part for me is more the tactical things. What happens oftentimes after there's a problem, you know, my order didn't come through, things like that. So it's yep. still very important. But the reason I wanted to sh go directly to customer experience is because I think that's more overarching, more, more encompassing. It's the small things sometimes you can't put your finger on. How did you make them feel? Did you smile when they came in the door? Did, did it smell good even? Things of that nature, that's helpful. So with that, Shep, how did I do? I think you did pretty darn good. There's uh, an old saying out there that says, uh, customer service is what happens when the experience fails. Mm. Um, I personally think they're very closely aligned, that right. service is really not departmental. It's more of a philosophy. I believe experience is the same way. But to your point, experience is more than just the interactions uh, that customers have with people. And I think when I think of service as a philosophy, I think of it as I have this mindset of wanting to take care of a customer. How do I best do that when they interact? But the experience, I'll give you an example. Um, you're, you love gadgets. I know that in mm -hmm. podcasts and video, we were talking about this earlier. Do you know about the Mevo camera? Uh, yes, I do. I do. Okay. So the Mevo camera is a very super, super cool camera. It's kind of like when you first open your iPhone, if you ever never have never bought an iPhone before, you open that package. And I, I'm getting ready to sell my Mevo. So okay. I kind of put it back into the box. I'm thinking, wow, did they do a great job with this box? The experience of taking out was amazing. The experience of putting it back is emotional because I'm thinking, am I really getting rid of this? It's really yes. that cool. So that's experience. And mm -hmm. but I think you get it. It's how does it make you feel? There's a little bit of an emotional connection. So um Anyway, let's talk about experience. Let's talk about communication and the tools to accomplish that. And Absolutely. let's start with that topic. Absolutely. And I think you're right. Though. I just want to underline what you said, uh, Shep. It's amazing how you're talking about some, such, such a simple thing like a box. But I think it best illustrates because even I know you have your book of clients. I have my book of clients. That's one thing. As I am a very small business, the customer service we have to do, but the experience, Shep, that's what I try to do. But if I think of some tools, Shep, I think a few things that goes into mind with me to have that great experience. And these are talking to maybe more of the smaller businesses you deal with. But one, take a look at a simple business card, Shep. So many small business owners give me their card that says, you know, Shep Hyken at 
consumeremail.com or Mary Joe's Pizza at some free email service.com. It sounds weird, Chef. Yeah, but like personal at AOL.com, at Gmail, yes. at, at Hotmail. That's like <laughs> the antithesis of professional. Correct. Yeah, it's yes. like amateur night. And Correct. And if they, you know, they probably have a website. Why isn't the email hooked to the website? So, yes. you know, that is an experience. That's a feeling that you get. It's a comfort level. Am I dealing with somebody that's on the ball or am I dealing right. with uh, some small business that just started last week? And Shep, it means everything, my man, because I'm telling you, I look at that and you think, huh, why didn't they take the effort? And, and dealing with these smaller businesses, there's two things. I mean, indeed, it, it's, it, it can be, it, it's not that challenging to get into. There's so many companies and technologies. You have Microsoft 365, you have this company, that company. It's not hard to do in many of these and companies. And it's not expensive either. No. Yeah, yeah. Microsoft was 365, phenomenal program. Yeah. What is it, uh, $25, $30 a month? Yep, $25 or even less, $12 a month. And, and there's so many great uh, yep. uh, vendors out there. But the point is, it's not that expensive, Shep. It's just kind of the mindset as we're thinking, is this the best experience for those, who, in fact, who don't even know me yet? And many times that stops us at first, Shep. I don't know if that's the kind of things you teach, but it's the bad customer experience you don't hear about because people then even don't start wanting to work with you. All right, so to delineate, customer service is different than experience. That's right. That's number one. Number two, experience, there's so many little I don't want to use the word things because Patricia Fripp sure. would gouge me with her finger. My speaking coach, don't say things, be specific. She's amazing. Yeah, I know. We just had her on the show. I thought, you know what? I'm going to break away and talk about presentation skills because right. people present well, especially customer service people or salespeople as they're talking to customers. Uh, it just creates a better, to use the word, experience. Yes. So, yes. Um, but there are, are little things that happened. Um, for example, I receive a box a tattered box. Um, inside, there's a little bubble wrap, but my item, whenever I ordered, has been mm -hmm. bouncing around in a in a plane, in a in a in a UPS post office yep. FedEx truck, maybe Amazon. It wouldn't happen to Amazon; mm -hmm. they wouldn't do this. But it's <laughs> like, God, the, the packaging was so bad. That is almost the same as the amateur at AOL.com extension right. of an email. That's right. Shep, wow. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to license that or use that from you. I love that example. You, because we all know the experience you're like, you know, opening up a gift. And you're yep. right. For the smaller businesses, when you have that. And so, again, I'm, not, I'm trying not to be too hard on these companies because I know it's hard enough, especially at times like this, as we keep saying. But yet it matters, Shep. It matters. And many are coming from Ramon. How can I better market myself? How can I build my personal brand? It starts many times with the right customer experience, as you know. Yep. Yep. All right. Let's jump into something simple like email. Sure. All right. Uh, I, I, a company receives an email, a small company, big company, it doesn't matter. Yep. Tell me what you tell me as a customer, what should I expect? Absolutely. A few things, I think. And you let me know if this is where you're going. But when I think of email two ways. I think one, do you have a great signature line that's not too long, not too short, but you can use your signature line as a part of that experience. I think two, are you responding in a timely fashion? Three, are you using good subject lines? I could just stop there alone. If you get those three things right, a subject line, signature, and responding in a timely fashion, you can rock somebody's world just with email alone, because I do it every day. Yeah, subject lines, very powerful, especially when you're doing something in the marketing and sales area, if you want to catch their eye. The signature is what happens underneath your name. Uh, is right. it, uh, hey, check out our latest product, and I want to get you excited about it. Mm -hmm. 
I actually think my signature, I'm guilty of having a little bit of a long signature, but I want you to know that I just wrote another book. I, I got the yeah. TV show. You know, you, I, I, I can't put the whole resume on there. But and you're Shep hiking. Oh, <laughs> so okay. so come on, come on. But I, th I think you're right. I want to go to timely because that really applies really to service and experience together. Timeliness of a response. If I send an email to you and I've got a question, What's the amount of time I should wait that's reasonable? Okay, well, that's reasonable, Shep. I would say it has to be answered. I, I like, for, for my team and all that, I say, if you can please respond to me, uh, meaning, I, I'm sorry, I have the math on this, but three, but before, if, I, if you send me an email at nine, you should have a response by 12. So meaning, I think a three-hour response time, I think Shep is reasonable because if it goes longer Very reasonable, than that, very yeah. reasonable. Depending yep. on what's being asked, Shep, I'm going to go somewhere else. So if it's a sales question, pre-sales, even if it's a support question or whatever. So, and I think part of that, Shep, is, and we don't have to talk about this today fully, but just learn even the tools. After you get these tools, all of them have help menus. All of them have filters, auto replies, all these things you can do. Outlook and so many other tools have this that learn the tool. Yep. And at least you can even serve, you can use the tool to have more productivity and less time, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. 100% uh, time is important. We're going to talk about that when we come back from the break. But just to wrap up this topic, speed counts. Yep. If I call you and you have put me on hold for 45 minutes, I'm not going to be happy. 45 seconds, I'm going to say, yeah, that wasn't bad at all. Thank you. If I email you and I have to wait till tomorrow, to get my question answered, I might as well have waited till tomorrow to ask the question. Well, at that point, between the time I wanted to ask it and the time you finally get back to me, I may go find somewhere else to find the answer, especially if it's in a sales opportunity and it's missed. Very, very important. I once booked a speech, and I'm going to tell you why I booked this. I've booked a lot of speeches. That's what uh -huh. I do for a living, right? Okay. <laughs> but there was one time I said, I knew who the other person was when the person um, emailed me. Um, they, they said they were interested in having me speak. I called them back, and a few days later, they called back and said, you've got it. I go, great. Um, and I said, can I ask who else you were considering? And he was kind enough to tell me uh, who. And I said, why did you choose me instead of them, two other people? And this is what he said. You're the only one that got back to me in a timely fashion. Yeah. Wow. So business, confidence comes from the way you respond. Trust is built when it's over and over again. Very important, whether it's an email response that comes in, uh, and by the way, I love it, subject line, timely response, and a good signature, which adds to the experience. Very cool concepts, but I mean, that's just part of the whole experience. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, uh, I want to talk about some of the tools that large and small companies can use, especially the small ones, that will make it better for the customer and better for the company as well. Don't go away. We're coming right back. Are you ready to be amazing? Of course you are. And that's why you tune into Amazing Business Radio. If you like what you're hearing here, you're gonna love my new TV show, Be Amazing or Go Home. Each episode is devoted to sharing ideas to help you be amazing in both your business and personal lives. We also feature an app or technology every week that you're going to find fascinating, and we always have at least two guests on the show. The show is now available on Amazon Prime, Roku, C-Suite TV, and more. So the choice is yours. Be amazing or go home. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. We're back on Amazing Business Radio talking to Ramon Ray about customer service, big companies, small companies. 
customer experience, what the difference is. Let's jump into the service world. You, in one of your comments, mentioned something about having the right tools mm -hmm. to make life easier for the company, but at the same time, we'll make it better for the customer. If you wouldn't mind expanding on that, let's, let's start the conversation there. Absolutely. I mean, I think, listen, Shep, there's so many things that are important in any business, as you know, but talking about customer experience, now we're on customer service. I think that there's, there's very little excuse to screw up customer service if the right tools are in place. For example, customer sends email. There's no reason for you to say you didn't answer it because you can have an auto reply. So customer, you know, uh, calls in. No what would that auto reply be, by the way? Get, if we can't get to you, how am I going to make them happy sure. if they're not uh, getting a human being? So one is, Shep, just by letting them know that you got the email. I find that sometimes it goes to a black hole. Then I'm answered in four days. But I wish even when I got an auto reply that says, hey, Mindy's Baking Solution or whatever, got your email, give us two days. Great. I'll wait two days, if that makes sense. So I wish it was faster, but yep. I think just the awareness. So that's one. Yep. Other tools. Uh, yeah, other tools, for example, could be a shared email box, and we can get way beyond email too, mm -hmm. but I think shared email box, calendaring ship, things of that nature, um, voice response. So I think my point being is that there's a number of things, whether you're a large business or smaller businesses, that you can string together, put together to automate the flow better. To uh, Oh, self-service as well, ship. Why not have an FAQ? I can type in to a search my question and self-help myself, especially for younger people. Those are yeah, yeah, that's a that's a very very popular uh, thing, and not only uh, type in frequently asked questions, but you know, um, when you were a Salesforce, um, how long were you with them? Well, so, well, I was well, I was seeing at Dreamforce. I was there. Salesforce, Dreamforce. I've been right. there. Dreamforce. But that, that's I thought all. you actually did work. You were no, no. you were uh, uh, like one of the uh, value added uh, great resellers. Oh, I know on. what you're talking about. You're talking about Infusionsoft. That's oh, you did Infusionsoft. Yes, okay, yes, same yes. thing. No. <laughs> I knew you're talking you're about right. It was in future. But I did see a Dreamforce too. So yes. uh, one of the reasons I love Salesforce is because when I was talking to the salesperson yeah. um, and they, I said, so talk to me about like, if it's middle of the night, what do I do if I need help? Sure. Is there a number to call? Sure. But get this, go to YouTube, type mm -hmm. in this question, like right. a typical question I might have. How do I do blank on Salesforce? Correct. Three Correct. videos, five yep. videos yep. came up, some produced by Salesforce, some produced by um, fans of Salesforce yep. who are, you know, Zillite customers, evangelists, yep. if you will, of, of the brand. And I thought, wow, yep. what a great tool. So Correct. email is great. Uh, you know, frequently asked questions side is great. But how about having everything available in a video tutorial? Correct. And, and that, and Shep, that is powerful because most people want self-discovery. So for example, I was just playing with the tool, I guess, you know, maybe Wistia or, you know, um, yep. Venmo, these yep. uh, video type of sharing tools, which you can get off of these more public type of channels. And maybe you want to have it close a certain people. So that's one video was way, way, way powerful. And then maybe people are thinking about how to serve it. We all know some of the consumer tools. There's tools like SharePoint, for example, where you could build customized dashboards, customized experiences to serve that customer. So video is powerful. And I think it's the video, but oftentimes also, uh, Shep, people get stuck in where I do it. You can do it on a more uh, private type of platform, like a Vimeo, like a Wistia, and combine that with something like a SharePoint to create your own private database, as it were, yep. just for customers. Yep. So I think there's many ways to do that that are important, for sure. Yep, I love it. I feel like I'm part of a team when, <laughs> when the uh, company I'm doing business with says, hey, we're going to send you a SharePoint link so you yep. can experience some of our dot it's like i feel like i'm being let into the company 
It's Correct. their share point. So yes. I think there's an emotional connection. By the way, and, that's and it can be privately labeled experience, isn't it? <laughs> Yes, correct. And I was just going to say, it can be privately all these things, especially, I don't want to get too sidetracked, Shep, but I know you'll ring me back in, is mm-hmm. that people often talk about free, 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 free. I get it. But I think it's okay to invest in your business and pay money because many times when you pay even just the $12 a month, $20 a month, you can add your own logo. And so I don't want to be too geeky here, but to me, Shep, that's important. I don't want to see somebody else's logo on my, my website. Right. So experiment with the free demo. But when it's time to move forward, pay the $20, $50, $100. You want to maintain. And by the way, I I can't believe some of the even larger companies that are um, like, they just, for whatever reason, they're using a free service. It's got somebody else's logo. Not real cool. I mean, I don't mind. Like there's companies, I pay a monthly fee for BombBomb Video, which is a great experience to send somebody a video email instead of just a regular email, especially because I can talk faster than I can type and I don't misspell what I talk. Okay. I may no, misspeak what I talk, but I don't misspell what I talk. Right, um, right. But I don't mind. I love to say, hey, by the way, I'm using BombBomb. Well, I'm yes. proud to use BombBomb. Yeah. Or, or, you know, uh, VidReach is another company that I use. Mm-hmm. It's a video marketing program. Phenomenal yep. company, Correct. especially if you're broadcasting videos. All right. Um, I want to, I know we're running out of time, but I want to ask you uh, an important question about discounting, Mm -hmm. Uh, especially, you know, we're in a weird time right now. Um, As we're listening to this show, it'll probably be everybody's back to work, uh, but we're still in a weird time just coming out of the pandemic. And it doesn't matter if it's a crisis or if it's uh, just a tough economic time, discounting. Let's talk about discounting to customers. I think Doing it for the wrong reason, big problem. Sometimes you do it for new customers and not existing customers. By the way, this is my beef with cable TV companies and and internet companies. Uh, Every year I renegotiate for what the new customer is getting. (laughs) I know I'm one of those people. I don't quite get the same deal. But my feeling is if they're going to give the new customer a discount, why don't they do something for the existing customer that's been loyal to them for the last year, two years, or 10 years, or however long? Yes. Yes, it makes sense. And here's my thinking, Chef, is that I think you hit the nail on the proverbial head. I personally don't like discounting for the sake of doing it knee-jerk. Oh, no, the world's falling apart. Everybody gets it for free or 50% off. No. You know, you have to worry about cash flow and, and profitability, as our friend Mike McCallis talks about, and things of that nature. So I think this is where databases and segmenting your customers. So if somebody's pushing you for a deal, maybe there's a certain type of customer limited. But I guess my point, Chef, is that discount if you have to. But don't just do it as a knee-jerk reaction and we're scared. There are some people who still will value your services and pay a premium price for it. And you should give them a premium experience. Why not hold to that line? Does right. that, that confusing? I, I, Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. I, I feel uh, bad for the company that didn't recognize that the value that they offer, if they're offering the discount to try to stay in business versus offering enough value to stay in business, there's there's a difference. Now, discounting is totally appropriate for the right reasons at the right mm-hmm. time. Um, hey, I'll admit, as we've made the pivot to do more and more virtual presentations, yep. smaller companies who would never have considered me as a speaker before are calling me up when they realize I pretty much charge the same thing for virtual as I do, unless it's canned. Yeah. Don't make me do any extra work. I've got this one. I don't. I would never mail it in. Uh, but I, I would always give them the personalized presentation, but I don't have to rewrite the presentation. Correct. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's funny. Know, I agree with you there. <laughs> that goes to scope of work. Right. Okay. 
And, and also, uh, anyway, there's lots of reasons why. Well, this has been wonderful. Uh, there, I, as I look through the nuggets that you've given us, one right after the other, thank you very much. I want to ask you one thing. That's the last question, the one thing question. And uh, let's hear what it is. What's that one thing that you think we have to know? Want to reiterate something or you want to give us a new little nugget of information? Yeah. One thing I think I'd say, especially when it deals with customer experience or customer services, be genuine and really like people. Oh, yeah. Sounds weird, Shep, but I think a number of people I find either struggle too hard to have it. And I can't, I don't know, they need to learn more from Shep of how to train it. But it's just, you have to really love people. It starts with that. If you don't really love people, it's hard to fake a smile. But if you enjoy people, you'll be fine. Smart companies hire the right people for the right job. And if you take an introvert that would rather be in the back room doing right. finances, which by the way, there's nothing wrong with that because I don't want to do that. And there's other people that love to do that. They would hate doing what we're doing right now. They would hate being on the front line, but <laughs> Hey, this person was loyal. They spent 15 years with their last company. Uh, I know they were in accounting, but if they're that loyal, they'll be loyal to me. I'll put them on the front line. They're going to like implode after a certain amount of time and they're not going to be your best representative. But I think you're right in what you're saying. Ramon, uh, thanks. As always, it's great to see you. You're an awesome dude. And remember, you can go to smarthustlemedia.com or ramonray.com and learn more all about what we're talking about at a deeper level. Uh, thanks for being on the show. This is why we call it Amazing Business Radio. You're amazing. Thanks for having me, Shep. Pleasure, always. Oh, thank you, sir. All right, everybody, that wraps up another interview. We will see you next week, and we'll have another expert, author, uh, in the trenches, executive-type person on to interview. I'm not sure who it is yet, but I guarantee this, they're going to be amazing. This is Shep Hyken, and until that time, remember to always be, my favorite word, amazing. Thanks for listening, everyone. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.